on with every hand lift, lifted. Every hand lifted in the sanctuary. Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit will come down upon us. That every single life here will get touched by the Holy Ghost. That the next couple of weeks leading up to the end of the year, crossing over to the new year, something new will happen in each and every one of her life. The healing we've been praying for, Father, we ask that you will heal and touch the bodies of your people. You will touch the minds and hearts of your people. That we would have a renewed hunger and thirst for your presence. The doors that we've been praying for the doors to be open. I pray, God, before the end of this year that these doors of opportunity will open and the doors that's not according to your will will close in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Can the churches give him some praise this morning? Come on, Liberty. At end of the year, shout to Jesus. Somebody is not going to walk out these doors the same way they came in. Because once you're in the presence of God, things must change. Come on, let's give Christ Jesus another shot of praise. As you take your seat. just want to welcome every person here this morning. This is Liberty Bible Fellowship Church. Our doors are open here at 10 a.m. every Sunday. We are worshiping here. We just want to take the time to greet all of our first-time guests. If you're here for the first time, can you please stand? First, second-time visitors, can you please stand? Yes. Come on, Liberty, let's give them a round of applause. We want to say that we, we love you and we appreciate you. We're thankful that you've taken the time out to be here with us on this Sunday morning in December. We're Liberty Bible Fellowship Church. Our doors are open 10 a.m. every Sunday. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Friday at 8 p.m., 8 to 9, we have a one-hour uh, prayer meeting, but it's via telephone. There's a number that you call in, you just dial in, and you're going to be in tune to what's going on. Fridays at 8 p.m., our youths meet here every Friday at 8 p.m. Young ones teenagers, young adults, they come out every Friday to have fellowship, there's food, activities, and so on. So if you have a youth, if you know of a youth, invite them out to Friday's youth service at 8 p.m. 
Next Sunday, December 17th, at 5 p.m., what do we have? We have our Christmas dinner slash party next Sunday at 5 p.m. The flyer is on the screen. If you have not registered yet, please register after service at the front desk. It is next Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. The venue is about 10 minutes away from here. It's on Atlantic Avenue. It's a beautiful venue, a beautiful hall. Uh, everything will be catered. So come out if you have not registered. Christmas Eve is coming up in two weeks. We will not have Christmas morning service, which be, will be on a Monday. We will not have service. We will have our Christmas Eve service on that Sunday, December 24th, here at 10 a.m. December 24th, 10 a.m. will be our Christmas Eve service. Christmas, okay, Christmas morning will be our Christmas Eve service. That's Sunday at 10 a.m. Now, the last Sunday in December, which is December 31st, it's going to be on a Sunday, so December 31st. At 9.30 a.m., our service will start here. We'll have a Sunday morning service, and then for Old Year's Eve or New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve, December 31st, at 9.30 p.m. will be our, our yearly annual service here. So last Sunday in December, December 31st, we have 9.30 a.m., and then all year's night, 9.30 p.m. And especially to, to cross over to the New Year's, I do suggest and recommend those. I know you'll be in church, but also try to invite someone who does not attend church normally on December 31st going into the New Year's. It's something special. It's something powerful about starting the New Year's in church. Crossing over from the old to the new being in the presence of God. So if you have a co-worker, a family member, or so on, please invite them out for December 31st at 9.30 p.m. So we have a special. Brother Dalu, would you come up and bless us with song? Could you please put your hands together for Brother Dalu? Praise the Lord. But the devil is a liar. He's not going to stop me from singing. God is good. I want to thank him for answered prayer. Glad to have my wife in church after seven weeks. She had an operation, but God is good. <clears throat> Long live the world. 
it was a holy night. Thank you, Brother Dalu. Well, would you put your hands together for Sister Dalu? She's coming up to give her testimony. Please put your hands together for Sister Dell. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to wish you all a God-centered day today. It's amazing what God can do this morning. I just want to thank Brother Dalu for singing that song. You know, every day in the bathroom, he will be singing that song. And I was like, oh, my God. But thank God this morning for using him in a mighty way. This morning, I want to give God all the praise and thanks for the way God has been blessing me and my family. Indeed, God is good this morning, and I don't have words enough to thank him. You know, seven weeks ago, I've missed church, but I don't miss a service online. I'm watching. Last week, it was so powerful, Minister Emran. You made me jump off my bed. And I worship God. And I want to thank God for that worship. I mean, you do worship every week. But last week, I couldn't stay anymore. I had to jump off my bed. And I worship God. I tell you, I feel like I was in liberty in my bedroom. And I said this week, my husband was like, rain is going to fall. I said, pray yesterday. No rain fall. God hold his hand back and keep the rain. So I can be in church. Because last week, I was coming. And then the rain fell, and my husband was like, you know what, you stay today because you don't know the weather outside. But I thank God that I pushed through, and I penetrate this morning, and I'm here to worship and praise God. I want to thank God for his healing hands over my left foot. I want to thank God for the surgery that was accomplished. God's healing hand was upon me. Though I'm still getting a little pain, I'm not going to worry about pain. I'm here to exalt my Savior and soon coming King. Because if I feel, if I look upon my feelings and how I feel, I won't be here. But I want to exalt his name. His name is to be exalted. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord and God. And he reigned it forever. And he's seated at the right hand of God the Father. And this morning, I want to thank God. You know, when I was doing my surgery, I didn't even know. But when I came out two days after, I want to know why they weren't discharging me. And they said, my my kidney was so much under stress. And it was such a hard thing for my surgery. But I want to thank God. Though my kidney was failing in that room, God's hand was upon my life. You know, sometimes you go do surgery. Some people don't be successful. They don't make it out. But I thank God that when we go to surgery, we know who we put we trust in, who we put our faith in this morning. And you need to put your faith and trust in God because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever this morning. You know, I could have sit in my seat when Minister Emron was worshiping. I said, no, I'm coming here. I'm going to trust God for my victory my healing. I'm going to trust God that he has done great things for me. And that's why you saw me here worshiping God. I don't fail in giving God praise and thanks. I don't make joke for any things of God concerning because I take it very seriously because I want to make heaven my home. I don't want to come to church and play, play a church goal. I want to make heaven my home. That's my determination. 
I want to make heaven my home. And it's what you do and your determination. God's look upon your heart, not the outside of your parent or what you do. He looked upon the heart. And I'm glad this morning he's looking on my heart. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor and First Lady and all the people who were praying for me, all believers, all who kept me in prayer, who kept me in my family this morning. I want to say, Pastor, I appreciate Pastor Joe. I appreciate all the calls, all the prayer. You, my First Lady, I caution my precious First Lady. I want to thank God. For this church, senior pastor, thank you for checking on me, Mama Gladys, and all my prayer line, my morning prayer line is a powerful back prayer line, and I thank God for the morning glory line. God has been doing great and wonders, and to God be the glory. Let's give God some praise for Sister Dalu's life. It's good to have her back. And uh, Brother Dalu sings these Christmas specials every year. And it seems like every year his voice is getting more and more refined. So we just want to thank God for his life. But would you stand as we bring the man of God to the pulpit? We believe that the next couple of weeks will be the best weeks we have, we have experienced this year. The latter will be the greater. And the things that we've been praying for and hoping for, God will open up doors as we believe in him and keep the faith. And this Christian walk, it's really about the faith we have. The Bible speaks about faith all the time. And how much could you really trust and believe in God's word and what he says and what he says about you? So would you please put your hands together for Pastor Joseph Prasad as he comes and delivers the word of God to us. Hallelujah. 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 The church, give God a praise this morning. What an awesome God we serve. What a powerful God we serve. He is still in the saving business. And he's, he is doing great and mighty things. And even as we are ending this year, you came here for a, a resurgence of your fuel, like if you are by the gas station. God will give you that extra fuel to end this year strong. See, you can't go to Macy's and get this. You can't go down Jamaica Avenue and shop for this. You got to come into the holy sanctuary. And that's where you are this morning. Say, God, fill me. Fill me, O Lord. And even as we're praying for the filling, that God will do something unusual in our midst, we pray for everyone who is watching us all across the world. And I pray for Sister Melissa Khan right now in that hospital. This young lady is yours, O oh God. Whatever the devil had meant to take, O oh God, I, I'd reverse it under the authority of the power of the blood. And we say in the name of Jesus, every single intestinal problem, I pray you will, you will heal and you will bring deliverance upon her. Give her back a brand new inside as she serves you again. We pray for Padmani, 
who lost her son of 42 years of old. We pray that you'll comfort this woman and the family. We pray for Sister Claudette Cameron's husband, Rudolph, with pains in both feet. I pray that you will touch Rudolph in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for Sister Gaitri for a complete touch against every cancer. Everything upon her body, her brain, from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet. I pray today that you will comfort the Goddard's family. Sister Goddard went off to eternity over the last few days. I pray you'll comfort Brother Goddard who has been a master of a great missionary to the Caribbean and, the, and Guyana. That in, their, in, in his grief, you will give him comfort and you will take the pains away. We pray for Sister Anita Bissoon who fell and hurt her knees. I pray that you will heal her, oh God. And everybody with a need who is on Facebook and YouTube and television, you can put it in there. Everyone who's typing in a need right now, I, go, I pray, God, that you call their name. And I pray that you will touch them, oh God. And you will heal and deliver. And you will do a miracle over them right now. That person who might want to commit suicide, I pray that you'll bring life. That person, oh God, who's having, who's having difficulties breathing, I pray you will bring breathing back to them. That person, oh God, who has had bleeding in their body, I pray the hemorrhaging will stop. I pray for that person, oh God, who is, who's heard some bad news last week. Turn the bad news into good news. You put your hands and heal that person. <coughs> All across this world, we pray for peace. We pray for peace in the Gaza Strip. We pray that innocent people will not be killed. I pray, God, that you will touch Jerusalem. You say to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray that you will keep that enclave, that 50-mile radius, in peace and in the hollow of your hands. I pray for the situation in Guyana. I pray, God, against this tyrant yes, in Venezuela God. trying to take over a great part of Guyana. You will not succeed because our God is going to raise a standard. In the name of Jesus, I yes, pray God. you'll protect that place. Yes, You'll protect it, oh God. Guard it with your angels. Yes, not one inch of that land will be given up. But you, oh God, will put a fortitude and you will put a spiritual force around that country. Goliath thought he would kill David. But when David picked up five, five slings, five, five rocks, he knew that he, his God, was able to deliver him from this giant. Venezuela, I pray you'll stand on. Yes. And in the name of Jesus, I yes. pray that God will arise and protect that yes. nation. In the mighty name of Jesus, for those who are here, I pray protection upon you right now. I pray the angels of God will come upon you. I pray God's continual power. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remain standing. Uh, we have a testimony, and, and you're going to sit for that. But Luke chapter 1, I'm speaking to you on the angelic, the great angelic visitation. 
the great angelic visit. Turn to your neighbor and say, angels are visiting. Not only the Bible, but angels are visiting. Amen. How many of you have ever felt the power of angels coming around you? The Holy Ghost, the power of, of Jesus Christ sending angels. He says, I shall send angels to take charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. Luke chapter 1, <coughs> verse 5. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia, meaning he was a Levite. And his wife was of the daughter of Aaron. Her name was Elizabeth. She was also of the Levite tribe. Two Levite husband and wife. And they were both righteous before God. And walked in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child. Because Elizabeth was barren and they both were now well stricken in their years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his custom. And according to the custom of the priest's office, he was to burn incense when he went into the temple. And while the whole multitude of the people were praying outside, while he was burning incense inside the temple, there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord. Standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zacharias saw him and he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, fear not Zacharias for thy prayer is answered. Your wife Elizabeth shall bear a son and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness and many shall rejoice at his birth. And he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. Another time I will speak about the marks of the Nazarite. He was a Nazarite. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord, their God. And then, and then the angel goes on to, 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 to speak to him. And then verse 18, Zechariah said unto the angel, how shall I know this? For I'm an old man. And my wife is stricken in years. We're both old. How can we have a child? With God all things are possible. <coughs> and the angel said unto him. I am Gabriel. That stand in the presence of God. And I am sent to speak to you. And show you glad tidings. And behold thou shalt be dumb. And not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed. Because thou believest not my words which shall be fulfilled. Sometimes God will strike things on you even in the midst of your answer to prayer. That's why some people don't understand. Even in the midst of victory, sometimes you have to feel the bleeding of what you are feeling. And the people waited for Zacharias, verse 21, and marveled that he did not come out. And when he came out, he could not speak. And they perceived he had seen a vision, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of administration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid himself, himself five months saying, Thus had the Lord dealt with me in the days 
wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach. <coughs> and then in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent unto God, from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive, and in thy womb shall bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, he shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be? I have not known a man, I am a virgin. And the angel said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and this power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also shall conceive a son in her old age. <coughs> this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. May the Lord bless the reading Hallelujah. of his holy word. You may be seated. <coughs> Amen. We have with us one of our members who came here from and then she went off and we want her to come come give a testimony let's give her give her a real shot amen amen glory to god give us a few words yes god bless you Adjusting to the test. Test it. Oh. Uh, hello. Amen. Can Put this me? one up. Oh, I'm kind of nervous, but I'm a, I'm adjusting to. Virginia. Mike four. I'm adjusting to Virginia. Um, I definitely do miss New York. Uh, the testimony I have to say is that I am so thankful for all y'all. <coughs> y'all have helped me grow to be. A better female, better woman, and just uh, be strong and independent. Uh, New York is always my home state, but it also feels good to just uh, branch out and be independent. Uh, last testimony was when I was going through so much, like I didn't know which way to go, like just graduating college and just like trying to make it out here, and it was hard. So uh, I had to walk by faith and not by sight. So I moved to the country, and I have my own apartment now. And uh, I work at a job that I love and moving up on the ladder and just always uh, reading the Bible that helps me get through. And I just want to say for anybody um, that's uh, dealing with like hard times or like just uh, 
diversity or just dealing with everyday life, just keep believing and keep going. Put your best foot forward and don't stop and put um, God first. And just always remember the ones that showed you love and give it right back. So it feels good to be here. I wish I was here for praise and worship, but I'm going to rewatch this love <laughs> and um, praise for God. I'm just so thankful. And I'm just happy to see all y'all. And the tree looks bright and everybody looks happy. And, you know, I'm just glad to be here. Let's uh, have a good uh, service. <laughs> Amen. The blessings of God flow over you. And may you always, wherever you go, be blessed and favored in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. When we are believing that our life is finished and we will lose cruise to the end, we need to remember that God has called us irrespective of age, for you to become, before you leave this earth, to fulfill the purpose he brought you in. God's delay is not his denial. For in due season, he will do what he has to do in your life. There are many people who are cruising through life and saying, man, this life is hard. Jesus comes soon. I don't know about you, but I, I want Jesus to come, but I still believe I have work to do upon this earth. And I want you to believe that you have a purpose on this life. You are not going through the motion. There is a God up in heaven who has created you and, and birthed you for a time such as this, that... <clears throat> Why it is that you survived COVID? How come you survived that surgery? How come you went through such a dark period, but you're still alive today? You're not alive just by accident. You're not alive just for you to count time. You're not alive just for you to hold your grandchildren or for you to smile at Liberty Avenue or for you to just... Make somebody else rich. You go to work every day. That's not really why you are here. Yes, we got to pay the bills. Yes, we have to shop. But there is a deeper meaning to life. Why we are still here. We are here and we were born to serve the Lord. That's one of the first things. We have to remember why we are here. We are here not just to... To, to, to provide for our children and that is good we're here not just to have a, go, a good car and a good house and that's good but we were here put in this place to serve a purpose so that we can make this world a better place and put a smile on somebody's face and we cannot do it alone there is a God up in heaven who's watching us every moment and every moment and every step that we make and every moment and every step that we make, watch out. He is there ready to guide us. And in the moment when it's the dark moments in your life, when you cannot really see anything, he will carry you even if you can't walk yourself. And I came to tell somebody that God is not finished with you. He's just getting started. 
I came to tell somebody that I don't care what age you are. God is not about to retire you. He's about to refire you. And watch out. He will take the young like he took Mary. And he will take the old like he took Elizabeth. And together he will form what he wants to do to make the kingdom of God come into place. Are you ready and are you ready to be used by God? No matter what state in the position in the world you are, say, I am ready to be used by God. You said, my pastor, I'm so young. I got to find myself with the world. You are not too young. Mary was a young girl, but God found her and used her for his glory and his honor. She birthed the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, somebody. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Turn to your neighbor and say, God's not finished with you. And some of you are thinking, man, pastor, you know, I got some, I, I got some pain in my bones. I got some, I, I got some weakness in my back. I, 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 got, I, got, I, I got some arthritis in my knee and uh, maybe I am finished. No, you're not finished. Ask Elizabeth, ask Zachariah. They were both up in age, but God says, I still got work to use you. I am telling somebody, age is not going to stop you from your purpose that God has for you. Age is not going to stop what God is about to do over you. Is there anybody ready to believe that you are not going to retire, you're going to refire? Somebody shout hallelujah. (coughs) One of the first things I want to tell you is the declaration that the angel Gabriel made in the temple. Find yourself at the right place so that God can speak to you. Zechariah was the priest who was called to burn the incense on the temple that day. It was a privilege. It was an honor for one of the priests to be called to burn the incense on the altar. He went in there on behalf of the people and the crowd was outside. Zechariah, the Bible says, went in according to the order, verses 9 of chapter 1, according to the custom of the priest's office to burn incense when he went into the temple. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside as he was burning incense inside. I want you to know that we do not have a Zacharias in the temple anymore. But we have somebody greater than Zacharias who is offering your name before Almighty God. And he has a connection made to say, that person, I want you to know that person I'm representing. He is our advocate. He is our God lawyer who is making a representation for us. And when he makes representation for us, he's speaking on our behalf. And when he speaks on our behalf, your neighbor may not speak on your behalf. Nor even your own family might not speak on your behalf. Nor even the people who are supposed to back you may not speak on your behalf. But he is speaking on your behalf. And he is saying, I am still ready to use you. And so in the temple, as he was burning the incense, and he was about to light the match, and he was about to put the incense on the altar... God, the Holy Ghost, 
sent down an angel and the angel was not a regular angel for in theology we learn about the three archangels that were created <coughs> Michael the archangel he is the fighter Gabriel the archangel is the messenger and Lucifer the archangel was the worshiper but Lucifer fell from heaven and became Satan and when he fell from heaven and became Satan the powers that he was given was never taken out from him he is still running around with to and fro with that power but we have a greater power than the devil's power we have a greater power than, than Satan's power that is the Lord God Almighty who made heaven and earth and everything that he says is going to come to pass and he takes his archangel and he says you see that place called Jerusalem and the archangel Gabriel says yes you see that temple called the temple of the of the, uh, the, 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 the the temple of Israel he says yes you see those people out there they're praying and they're worshiping and they're singing yes the archangel says I got news I got I'm I'm being sent and and and, and God turns to the archangel and say I want you to go into the inner sanctum where Zachariah the priest is a bird to burn incense and and Gabriel moves in with his beautiful wonderful wings swoops down into Jerusalem gets into the temple Zachariah now he's 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 lighting that match but when God is ready he will take any old man and use them he turns to him and he appears to him and he says your prayers are answered now be careful what you pray for because it may come to pass don't just say I am praying a halfway prayer God is hearing your prayer as a matter of fact they had prayed since they were young saying I need a child and they never saw it coming but God's delayal is not his denial Gabriel turned to him and said you remember you were praying for a boy you remember you were praying for a son Zachariah looks at, at Gabriel in astonishment and wanted to say but I thought my time had passed I thought my miracle had gone by I thought it was impossible because I'm an old man and my wife is an old woman but but when God is ready to do anything nothing is impossible with God he can take an old man and he can bring forth a boy child angel appeared and says thy prayers are answered we have to be in the right place for God to answer our prayers he could have minister Imran met Zachariah at his home but God has a way he wants it in a spiritual setting could it be that God's about to reach you this morning in this spiritual setting for you to get your miracle that you've been praying for come on somebody can you help me now could it be that you left your home you left your family, you left everybody, and you came into the house of God. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of God. 
You're minding your own business. You're going in to offer your incense before God. You know what is your incense before God? It is your praise. It is your worship. It is your thanksgiving. It is your lifting up of hands. It is the voice that you keep. It is the clap that you make. It is the standing in the holy place. Is there anybody ready to say, here am I, Lord. I'm in the place ready, willing, and able to hear from you. Hallelujah. I believe on this 10th day, today's the 10th day, on this 10th day of December, that God can reach you even though you've been praying from January for that need, that God can hear your prayer today. God can send the angels today and say, that prayer that you've been praying for six months ago, I'm about to answer that prayer today. Am I hearing anybody now? I believe there's some people who have been praying for that son, praying for that daughter, praying for that need, praying for that situation in the family, praying, praying, praying. God's about to send an angel. I don't know if it's Gabriel, but God's about to, somebody believe God right now. Somebody believe God right now. I don't know what kind of angel you'll send, but you'll send an angel to tell you, hold on, my child. Joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, somebody need to shout hallelujah. Somebody need to lay incense before the altar. Somebody need to lay incense before the altar. When you lay incense before the altar, the angel comes and he ministers to you. When he comes and ministers to you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what timing you have. He will stop protocol. He will stop a funeral procession. He will stop all the angst and the tesses and all the, the deliberation that you had to go through. And it, it, it is stressing you. It is burdening you. And, and every time you think about that thing, it is, it is coming upon you and you can't handle it. But today, God says, offer some incense before the altar. You don't have to scratch no match. You know who is the match? The Holy Ghost is your match. Offer some incense before the altar. You don't have to burn nothing. You know what you got to burn? Burn out carnality. Burn out the inner man, the self. Burn out everything that will hinder you. Every hate, every grudge, every jealousy. Burn it out. Burn it out. And just look upon your neighbor and have love and peace and and, and long-suffering. And when you do that, you're offering your incense before God. Anybody ready to offer their incense before God? He says, you and your wife shall bear a son, and you shall call his name John. And he says, when, when that boy comes, he will not drink wine, nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. The advent of the Holy Ghost had not come yet because this was now at the birth of Christ 33 and a half years earlier. 
the Holy Ghost was going to descend on Pentecost 33 and a half years later. But God's timing is not man's timing. He will break protocol just to get to you. Come on, is everybody. The Holy Ghost, minister Amen. the Holy Ghost came upon them at Pentecost in, in Acts 2. But that was 33 and a half years later. But God will stop what everyone else is going to get 33 years later just so that you can get your portion. So that you can get your filling. He didn't have to wait on Pentecost to fill John the Baptist. He filled John the Baptist with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. Some of you have been called by God. And you know you have, to, you have work to do with God. And you need not waste time doing the normal things. Get up and do what God has called you to do. Get up and shout for hallelujah. Get up and be different from everybody else. Everybody else does it this way. You do it in a special way. Because you were called and ordained by God before you were even born in your mother's womb. Anybody believe they'll be called by God? Shout hallelujah. In Guyana, they, used to, they call these people a born with call. I just see things. I came, to, I came to tell you, you need to stop seeing bad things. You need to stop seeing Jumbie and Obiaman and, and all kinds of things. I, I want God to arise in your life and you start seeing the goodness of God. I want you to start seeing the beauty of God. I want you to start seeing the anointing of God. You've been seeing too much Jumbie and too much man. it is time you put that aside you were born with the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost fire is on you you don't need to start seeing Satan's things you need to start seeing the things of God it is time that the church start to see things of God it's time that you stop being suspicious about everything your left eye jump in and you're worried about your day your foot is hurting you and you're wondering if, if somebody called your name. You're coughing and you wonder if somebody is gossiping about you. If you live like that, you're going to die depressed. You're going to live with depression. You're going to live with angst and bitterness. But I came to tell somebody, break out of that. Free yourself. Free yourself. Free yourself. God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Somebody shout. Hey. The second thing I want to tell you is not only the declaration. But the Annunciation to Mary. See, he will go from old to young. And he'll go from young to old. While all of this is happening, the Bible says in verses 26 of chapter 1, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel appeared again 
Gabriel appears to Zechariah in the temple. Now, six months later, the angel appears to Mary, a young girl. I want to tell somebody, some of you women who are listening to me, you're God's anointed child. Don't let nobody stop you and, and put nothing on you and, and, and cross their mouth upon you. You're God's anointed child. God has called you from an early age. You know that. How many of you know that? Somebody shout hallelujah. God has called you from an early age. But the, the things of this world has off track you. You found that, that young man and he, he looked so smiley, he's smiling. And, and, and your heart became fluttered. And you forgot your calling. And he gave you ning ning for the last 10 years. And led you through a hard life. Or you marry the right person. But them children, them picnic. They look so sweet in the, in the arm. And then you rock, you rock Kaulasar in your arms and Rajpati and, 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 and Ramesh. And, and he looks so nice. But then Ramesh and them boys get like 14, 15. They're giving you hell and high water. And, and now your, your whole life is, is, is circling around. What am I going to do with Ramesh? What am I going to call this art? I came to tell somebody, you can't live them children's life through you. You were born with your own life. Stand back and see the salvation of God. And stop waking up every day worrying about them. Say, God, I give them to you. And you're going to do what you have to do. God called me and I will fulfill the calling that he has for me. Do you know how many people have been sidetracked because of the, the problems they have in life? It wasn't Ramesh giving the problem. It wasn't no husband. It wasn't. But, but now they got a job. <coughs> and that job paying them so well that the job becomes the big God in their life. You can't hear from them. What happened to you, sis? Well, I got a new job. And, 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 and when you see him, he dressed up with a three-piece suit. And he got a briefcase in his hands. And, and no time for you. Well, what, can we have a little chat? No, no, no. I got, I got meetings to go to. I got appointments to make. And people change on you. And everybody becomes different. But I, I, I came to tell somebody, remain who you are. Remain humble who you are. No matter what you got in this world, it should not change you. It should not shift you. One thing you should never be shifted is your relationship with God. No job should shift you. No children should shift you. No man should shift you. No wife should shift you. You should stay humble and you should stay stable in the presence of God. Pastor, you don't know that job giving me a million dollars. You can take the whole world. But give me Jesus. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? You do, but, but Pastor, I got to do the overtime. And, and you know, I, I don't have the time out of four weeks. Maybe I can barely make it for one week. You are not putting God first. Who woke you up this morning? 
Who give you the breath of life for you to sing? Who give you the ability for you to burn incense at the altar? Who give you the ability for you to walk in, in favor and, and, in, and in purity and walk in, 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 in God's anointed? Who give you that favor? It is God. Who opened that job for you? It is God. Who, 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 who made a way so that you can buy that property? It is God. Who did a way when you could not make a way and, and took you all to the hospital when everybody else was trying to find what's happened with you when God sent his angels and healed you of your diseases who did it it's God it's time you come and burn incense at the altar and give God a praise and a glory somebody shout hallelujah (laughs) the angel appeared to Mary Mary I think she was about 16 or 17 years you young girl and says thou art highly favored And God has chosen you. You know, from the time that Mary was chosen by God, do you imagine the the amount of demons that were swirling around Mary to, 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 to try to kill her and try to take her life and try to bring her down? But God has a way. He will set you up in the right places. I gotta give you this revelation. I got to give you this revelation, and that will be my third point. But, but, but let me, before I, the annunciation was that the angel Gabriel comes again and announces that in verse 31, and thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Somebody shout his name. Angel Gabriel called his name before he was born. The Herod tried to find this Jesus to kill him. Everybody tried to destroy him. But 2,000 years later, everybody is still wondering how so powerful this man is that even kings have to stop and pray tribute to him. Even the beggar has to stop and hail his name. Even princes and principalities and powers have to stoop down at the name of Jesus. For at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? When you call his name, he is there to answer you. I can call Buddha, I can't call Krishna, but I can call on Jesus Christ. Somebody yell his name, Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Verse 32, he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of the father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and over his kingdom and there shall be no end and then Mary says how shall it be I had never knew a man how am I going to get pregnant and the angel said unto her the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee come on somebody oh the Holy Ghost is coming upon somebody to birth some things out of you that you never think you had 
the Holy Ghost is coming upon somebody this morning that will birth things that is inside of you that's supposed to get out of you. Some of you have some hidden things inside of you that when the Holy Ghost comes upon it, it will burst forth. Some of you need to burst forth with anointing and praise and glory and adoration and stand in the presence of God. He said, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you in verse 35. And the power of the highest. Now, those of you who are theologians, let me, let me go to the triune God right here. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you, Mary. That's God, the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. And the highest shall overshadow you. The highest is in H. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the highest... Anytime you see the high, highest is God the Father. Somebody shout, I see, I, see the, I, I see what you're saying, Pastor. So he's talking about the Son, Jesus. The Holy Ghost is coming upon them. And the Holy Ghost, the highest, shall overshadow. I don't know about you, but he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my strength and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. I want to tell you that God the Father is an overshadowing God. He comes upon you and he overshadows you. And he keeps you in the hollow of your hands. And in the midst of your darkest hour, you do not know what's going to happen. But he overshadows you. And he keeps you in all your ways. Lest you dash your foot against the stone. And when you're cooking and you have the bora on and you got the shrimps to, to, to flavor up. And sometimes, some of you women, if you know what I'm talking about, shout hallelujah. You don't know how you're here and your skin is growing. But you're feeling the Holy Ghost upon you. Anybody know what I'm saying? But you can't explain it. You don't know what's happening. You know what it is? It's God the Father overshadowing you. He's going to give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. I need some people to shout hallelujah and high five your neighbor and say God is overshadowing. <coughs> when your boss calls you into the room and say I got to talk to you, you're not afraid because you have a greater boss than that boss and he is overshadowing you is anybody ready to tell me he is doing what overshadowing you uh, when you go for your citizenship and you and they ask you the question what is the first president of america god is going to over and make you remember george washington bridge Oh, when God is ready, he will overshadow you. You don't understand. Have you ever driven a car and, and the, the, the troubles of life is on your head? But you, you started in Liberty Avenue and you ended up, you ended up in, a, in Flatbush. But you don't know how you ended up there. You say, ah, how did I end? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You know who drove the car? It's God himself who overshadows you. 
and I came to tell somebody he's about to come in this 2023 and overshadow you as you end this year strong in the Lord and in the power of his might he's about to overshadow every man every woman every girl every boy somebody wave your hands and shout overshadow overshadow me what's the song this brother Dalu song me under your <coughs> yes go ahead when the oceans rise and thunders roar I will soar with you above the storm Father the overshadowing of the highest over her and I want to tell you that you have the overshadowing if you claim it this morning somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah oh glory to God glory to God the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you and therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the son of God and behold your cousin Elizabeth she also shall conceive and bear a son in her old age. And then I want to I go to verses 41. Verses 41. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, Mary now visits Elizabeth. She is now six months pregnant. And Mary comes to be with Elizabeth. Mary, as she comes, the Bible says Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost and the baby leapt in her womb. Yeah, before I get to that, there's a difference between how the Holy Ghost comes upon Mary and delivers a baby boy. But it says in Elizabeth, the Holy Ghost filled her. There's a difference between coming upon you and there's a difference between filling you. Filling means that she was empowered in her mother's womb, in the womb. John was empowered in the womb because John the Baptist was going to do great and mighty things. And he had to be filled with an embryonic filling of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost was upon, was inside of Elizabeth's. The same power that was given to Elizabeth is going to be given to you and to you and to your children and to your children, children. He's going to now fill you from your mother's womb. Hallelujah. 
Some of you who are going to get pregnant. <coughs> and I pray for pregnancy. Hallelujah. Not, 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 not pick up any fellow, you know. I mean, if you've been praying, I pray God that this could be a moment of favor that comes upon people who've been praying for a long, who knows, out of this message could be a visitation of the power of God. <coughs> now, be careful how you prophesy over people. Somebody prophesied over my wife, she's going to get a child. And we turn to our heads and says, no, no, we're finished. <laughs> Amen. Now the third thing and the final thing I wanted to know is Mary's visit to Elizabeth was strategic. The third thing. Mary's visit to Elizabeth was strategic. Thank God for the screen again. Amen. Praise God. Come on, give God praise. <laughs> the Bible says in that verse, verse, 40, uh, verse 39, let's go there. Mary hears from the angel, and as she conceives, she is now conceived and walking with the child in the first month. She goes to Elizabeth, who is in her sixth month. Elizabeth, as she goes into that house, Elizabeth was hidden for six months. Sometimes don't tell your business to everybody. Come somebody, give me another amen. God told her, hide yourself and don't let people see you. They're going to ask too much questions. Everybody want to know, what is what happened to you? We're going on, let me talk. No, you don't have to tell everybody your business. There's a nice way of saying no. Don't say no, no, I want to hear from you. No, say <laughs> thank you for your prayers. You don't have to explain much. Thank you so much. And smile. Elizabeth was hidden for six months because in the first six months, that's when everybody's going to talk. Everybody's going to laugh and say, it's who? Who's the baby daddy? <laughs> you know, it's who? How come she? What happened to her? You know, in this world today, everybody wants to mind everybody's business. Well, it's what happened to her? What happened to him? What happened to this? Thank God for a good church. I hope so. I hope we are minding everybody's business here. The only business we need to mind is God's business. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am minding your business. I only want to mind God's business. But the people today is like the people there. God says, hide yourself. Hide me now under Sometimes you got to be hidden. Not every time you're going to be up front and, yeah, look at me. No, there comes a time when you got to get hidden in Christ. 
And sometimes you gotta go through a period in your life where you're hidden. Nobody's nobody nobody knows your business. Nobody's and, and be careful about it. Don't 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 be don't be haughty about it. Well, mind your own business, no man. Uh, uh, I need a break from all y'all. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Be nice to people. Be courteous to people. Be sweet to people. But you know what you need to do. You know what you need to, you need to, you need to stay hidden in Christ. And when you're hidden in Christ, God's going to work on you. He's going to, sometimes you got to get hidden so he can work on your anger. Come on, somebody. Sometimes you got to get hidden so he can work on your, on, on your nervousness. Sometimes you got to get hidden so he can work on your anxiety. Sometimes you got to get hidden so he can work on, on the dark spirit that you have. And when you come out, you come out like a shining bulb, a flower that's blooming again. Anybody understands life is not better roses all through. There's certain times you got to lie low. And you got to say, God, even though I'm going to lie low, I am still going to serve you. Even if I have to lay on my back, I'm still going to serve you. I'm going to be like Sister Dalu. I I miss church because of of the pains I had and the surgery. But I never, I never miss that online service. I I never miss getting on a prayer meeting. I am still going to be faithful. Nobody may call my name, but I'm still faithful. You got to stay that way. Because the Bible says that when... When she now enters into the house. Back then they had no cell phone. Ring, 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 ring. Elizabeth girl, I'm coming. No way. So she opens the door and Elizabeth sees her. Elizabeth is six months pregnant and the Holy Ghost is upon her. And the Bible says, as Elizabeth sees Mary who is now just conceived, the Holy Ghost upon Mary shouts to the Holy Ghost that's in Elizabeth. And the baby baby in Elizabeth's stomach leaps for joy. And Elizabeth says, something has happened inside of me that made my baby leap. I came to tell somebody, something is about to happen inside of you to make you leap to your next level. Something is about to happen to you to make you leap to your next dimension. Anybody ready, ready, ready? Stand to your feet if you're ready. Oh, come on now. Stand to your feet if you're ready. Now, here's what I want to tell you. (coughs) Minister Imran, I studied this. I said, how come Mary did not, was not put up in some big palace and how come Mary was not guarded with some guards because I want you to know you could put as much guards as you want and you could put as much fortress as you want if God doesn't guard you nobody can guard you anybody here this morning Minister Imran you know where she went she went to the humble home of Elizabeth And she stayed there for three months because Elizabeth was not going to judge her. Come on. Come on now. Y'all not getting what I'm saying. 
She didn't go to everybody. They were going to judge her. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. She was not going to judge her. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you're not a judger. You're a praiser. If you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you're not somebody to put your finger in people's eyes. You're going to lift people up. She went Hallelujah. to the humble, humble home of Elizabeth where she was welcome. Listen, I have moved with rich people. I have moved with people of all types of abilities. But I never felt comfortable with none of them. Only when I get to the people who are regular am I comfortable. There's something about humility. There's something about simplicity. There's something about being able to be yourself with everybody that the world didn't give it to you. Now the world can't give it, take it away. She went to Elizabeth's home and there she found a home of comfort for three months so the baby Jesus could rest quietly in her soul. Some of you are seeking affluence, seeking prestige, seeking the name of this world but all of these people who are seeking and have prestige and power and all of the accolades of this world every one of them have a vacuum in their life as a matter of fact I got good news for you daddy Yankee the creator of reggaeton thousands of people millions of people follow him did his last concert recently and in front of the whole crowd of the stadium he says I have had a vacuum and an emptiness in my life even though I have millions of fans shouting and running down to see me he says now I'm giving up my entire music reggaeton career just for Jesus Christ hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. If Danny Yankee can give his life to Christ, somebody need to give their life to Christ this morning. Somebody shout hallelujah. Is anybody ready to say there are my Lord? Hallelujah. Is anybody ready to lift your hands to heaven and say there are my Lord? Here are my Lord. Sing a song. Hallelujah. Maybe hide me, I don't know what you want to say. Or whatever you have. She stayed three months with Elizabeth. This is a house of worship. This is a place of praise. Where every demon trembles. Where we proclaim your name. This is a house of healing. Our hearts are full of faith. You have our full attention. You have the final say. Come alive in the name. 
of Jesus, come alive in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. House of miracles. We bring everything to the feet of Jesus. Everything in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. One more time we say, come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. Yeah, we bring everything to the feet of Jesus. Everything in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. I want to open up the altar for a while. But before I open it up, as you bow your head and you close your eyes, if you're here this morning and you want this, you want this Jesus in your life that empowers, that saves, that protects, just raise your hands and say, Pastor, I want that Jesus. Wherever you are in the balcony, just raise your hands. Your hands raised across this place. I want you to say this prayer after me before I invite people to come to the altar. Say, Dear God, I heard your word. And I want you in my life. I want you to come into my inner recesses. I want you to speak into my into my spirit. Come everybody now. I want you, Lord, to forgive me. Come into my life. I accept you as my Savior, as my Lord, in the name of Jesus. Now, if you said that prayer and you mean it, I want you to come to the front. Plus, I want those to come to the front who wants to get this power that I preached about. Before the year is over, just come, sing a song, come, open this altar, open this altar. We say, come alive in the name of Jesus. Come alive in the name of Jesus. This is a house of miracles. We pray everything to the feet of Jesus.
Raise your hands, everybody. I believe you move. As you raise your hands. You made a step forward here to come to the front. Those of you who are even in the balcony and even in the church, all across this place, you raise your hands. As you raise your hands, you close your eyes. I pray just as a visitation of Gabriel that came upon Elizabeth, that came upon Mary, that came upon Zachariah. I pray that visitation over you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will leave this place with power, with an astonishing inward strength. You will not be the same after this. You are leaving this place with an anointing. And here is how you're going to get it. You're going to open your mouth and you're going to shout and you're going to pray. And you're going to say, Lord, now I, I receive it right now. I receive it. I'm a vessel right now. Receive it right now. Come on, open your mouth and say, Lord, I receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. I receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. I receive it right now. the house of miracles. I receive it right now. 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 I I receive it now. I receive this it. This is a place of grace. I receive it now. I receive Where it now. every demon trembles. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Where we proclaim yes, your name. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. This is a house of peace.
stand to your feet. Turn to your neighbor and say, this is a house of miracles. The house of miracles. This is a place where I burn my incense. Hallelujah. You know what burn your incense means? You give your praise and adoration before God. And then, 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 then say this one loud. Hold on, this is a place. This is a place where my faith is leaping. Amen. You know what happened? The baby leapt. Amen. Can y'all help me? Can you leap? I don't want y'all to get injured. I don't want y'all to get injured. Just leap. Hallelujah. Now, as we pick up the offering, uh, get your offering lifted before God. Three ways of giving on the website. Liberty Church NY, on our cash app, Liberty CH, or here today by cash or check. Now, let me just say this. If you have not registered for the Christmas dinner...